about the flood. We talked about it being a part of the fall mythology and a part of the fall story that doesn't just apply to one man and one woman, but applies to everybody and applies the idea that across the board, mankind has the desire to do the wrong thing, has the inability to do the right thing, knows right from wrong and yet chooses the wrong and has his job compromised in the process. We left off just about to talk about some other ideas about the flood mythology, including other flood myths. So let's get back into it here with Damien and Andy. Already done like the like the 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 lead back in again last time on the Unimpostors podcast. But because like I also like kind of want to be transparent, I don't want to be do too much inside baseball stuff. It's also kind of like, hey, we recorded a whole episode, and then when I sat down to edit it, I hey, what's this button do? Well, it wasn't so much like exploring what the tech does. It was like. It was ignoring the state of mind I was in because I knew I was tired. I knew I shouldn't have done this drunk. I knew. No, no I, I knew it was, I was totally sleep deprived, man. I was sitting there like, no, I can edit. I can totally edit sleep deprived and everything will be fine. And you know, like when like people say like, always save your work. I was like, yes, I'll save my work. And I forgot that at that point in time, the work that I had done was when I had, I was in the middle of like editing it into two episodes. And so I cut it in half and deleted one half and saved the file. And then I said, oh no, I have forever saved the other half of this file away. And I went to be like, undo, undo. And I it was like- I mean to save my work. I was like, oh no. And like the computer said, there's nothing to undo. This is the original format of this file. I'm like, no, you dumb computer. It's not, there were other words no. and they were beautiful. But in any case. All the beautiful words are gone. It was a flood of misery. Speaking of floods. Indeed. Speaking of floods. You know, it's uh, uh, well, one of the things I've come to realize after, like, we've, like, we, we had this discussion and I went to go, like, look at some stuff, is that, like, floods are a thing that happen a lot oh, on this yeah. planet. Um, uh, and to the point where a lot of the cultures on the planet have myths about floods in general. I am nodding vigorous agreement. Nodding vigorous agreement, which works well on a podcast. Un- un- like, un- unless you headbutt the microphone, which is like... I can try that. Well, please don't, because oh, like, well. it, it's not that sturdy a rig. It will fall over. Look, some people are trying to come up with solutions. Some people are just shooting them down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, like, you know, and it's funny, because like, there's, there's two kinds of flood myths, though, from like global populations. One of them is just like, it's the myth of why floods happen. And so you have like, the Egyptian flood myths, which like explain why the Nile would flood. And so it was yeah. like, you know, it's like one of their goddesses would get like, uh, like super angry because like, like, you know, like the, the Egyptian gods were like really like gnarly to each other. And so she'd get mad. And so she'd start flooding the Nile and then they would get her drunk and then she would stop flooding the Nile. And so that, that meant that like every time the Egyptians saw the, the Nile start to flood, start to flood, they would just immediately go get tanked, which is like, you guys need a 12 step program because the, the floods don't mean go get tanked. Floods mean get the kids a little bit further back from the banks. But, but in any case, that's, you know, 
that that's one kind of flood myth. It's just like why does what why does much water happen in the place where much water wasn't? Yeah. Uh, the other flood myths though were like the diluvian myths, yes. like what like the entire earth being covered by floods. Why um, did the gods flood the earth and kill all the people? Right, yeah, and this it's like much more devastating, much more like hey, like this is the thing. So of course, like we've read our flood myth. And you know what? We actually talked about myths in a previous episode, and I edited the whole conversation about the word myth out. <laughs> so I feel like we actually need to like talk about like what, what do we mean when we say myth here before we actually talk about the flood myth? Yeah, so myth has gotten a bad rap because uh, people have just stopped paying attention to what it used to mean. So a lot of times you'll hear like religious scholars or sociologists, like professional sociologists, use the term myth and then you'll get angry at them because you're like, but this isn't this isn't false. This really happened. You're like, yeah, yeah. But myth, when they're using it, doesn't mean a story that's not true. It means a story that is like central to this group's existence, like a story that tells you who you are and how you should relate to the world. So like Genesis is a myth in the sense of it tells the Jews who they are, who God is, and how those two things should interact with each other. And this too right like yes. the, the, the answer to why did god or the gods get mad and kill everyone with a flood is kind of essential to you know that not happening again yeah and and myths are usually really big stories too oh, yeah. they're 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 not like tiny cautionary tales or like aesop's fables or something they're like big giant thing happened and as a result there is a there's a consequence of a culture of a people of a, a belief system and a way we behave toward things it's so like myths are they're, they're they're formative for an entire culture yeah like for us for america the founding fathers myth oh man yeah like it's it's telling us that the founders were these great people and we should strive to be those these great people too like we should care about freedom and that's a big deal and so even when, like these days, we acknowledge that the founders had issues and maybe the idea of freedom is not exactly universal or universally realized, but the myth part of it is saying, okay, fine, but the idea of freedom and suffering for achieving that freedom and honoring those who are willing to do that, like that's a big deal. That's what we want to be about. Yeah, I, and you know, I, I've I've found like my my kids are now like they're they're old enough that their history classes are starting to teach this part of history, and like and so like you know it's it like the way that we delve into mythology is you know it's it's different levels of simplicity too for like for your age so yeah. for like you know for my my kids are in elementary school right now so it was like for for the for the revolution it was the big bad english did big bad taxes and so the heroic americans did a big bad tea party and then there was some shooting involved and then fireworks right yes and but then like you like you get older and you're like you realize like there's some like there's some extraordinary nuance that's there to the point where like you see, if you study the revolution in college or like the master's level you actually get a chance then to debate was this a just action which is you know like, <laughs> which it, it actually takes like the uh, the revolution out of mythology territory and into like you know, like historical parsing stuff uh and so um and and so like you know so the the, the flood myth here is one of those things where you know, there, there's different ways of looking at it but it, it, it's formative of our culture and you know we, we look at what the bible says and the bible says things happen a certain way um but there are other cultures who their cultures have been formed by the mythology of the floods 
And so um, there was one. There's one you mentioned once. It was, it was like a really like fun like like ancient like these people no longer exist name to it. Yes. What what, what was the that? The flood myth. Yes. Uh, yeah. So the, the intro for that would be the. I keep saying, especially now we're in the very beginning of Genesis, for context, let's look at what the other people around the Jews thought on these topics. Yes. And if they had a myth that was very, very similar, that could probably be relevant because the Jews would already know that myth when they said this one. So they probably are saying, at least not all they're saying, but part of what they're saying is probably, no, 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 you guys are getting who God is wrong. Um, but all that is to say, the group, one of the groups, the easiest one to talk about in this case, uh, around Israel had a flood myth called Atrahasis, which, so the outline of the story is... It's a, a, Atrahasis? Yes. It means very wise. That, that, that sounds like someone took like a word from a, a Scrabble board where they had a bunch of letters and they're like, I'm going to win with 17 letters. Here we go. Triple word score. Triple word score and friendships ruined for life. Atrahasis. I did play Scrabble once where we allowed ourselves to put it on, on whatever we wanted like other languages, names, whatever, as long as there were people there to check you. Oh, it, boy. Yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. Somebody could have put Atrahasis on that one. Oh, man. It, it also sounds like the sound that you make when you're like, you're, you, you have food that's too hot in your mouth, and you're like, you're trying to like, you don't want to spit it out because that'd be gross, but you're also trying to not give yourself third degree like blisters in your mouth, so you're like, hot, 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 hot. It does, it does. <laughs> but in this case, Atrahasis is the Noah figure. Okay, all right. Um, so the, the overall sort of summary of this story is the gods are angry. So mankind has done something that God, makes the gods angry. The gods decide to punish man by wiping out all of humankind with a flood. Uh, but one god decides he doesn't want to wipe out all of mankind with a flood. So he goes to one of his followers who's faithful to him, whose name is Atrahasis, and um, through a bunch of trickery tells him that there's a flood coming and he should build a big ark. And he should put his people and to every animal on the ark. And that way, when, um, when the floods come, he won't, they won't all die. So he does. He builds the thing. Ark rains. Don't all die. Uh, sends out three birds to see if it's okay to get out of the ark now. When they don't come back, he knows it is. So land. He gets out of the ark, makes a sacrifice. The aromas are pleasing to the gods. And the gods swear never again to flood the earth. Nice. All right. Cool. That's that's one of the, like the common things I see too. Is um, one of the one of the common things I see in in all the the flood myths from all all the people uh, globally, uh, especially in the area. But but globally is that the flood happened not because oops and not because the gods were fighting amongst themselves, uh, but because it was actually in response to the uh, uh, the perceived evil wickedness of mankind and going like, nope, nope. No, your whole your whole group of people is just a nope, it, it, including like the like there was a I can't remember which tribe it was, but there's a Native American people uh, um, who had a flood myth where one person was found floating on a raft, and it was like it was not a small raft; it was a gigantic raft because he had all of the animals also on the raft, and it was made from binding sticks together, which is like big sticks. You know, because like it's you could you could support a couple birds on a stick raft, but you're know, you're talking like big big elephant kind, you know, like big big animals, and uh, and so like he he survived for a month, 
which was interesting because it's like like the the story specifically talks about for one moon, yeah, he floated in the water and then he was allowed to go back to dry land again after he discovered it. and it even has him sending out animals to go discover whether or not there's land or not. Except I think I'm pretty sure he was sending out river otters <laughs> to actually go see if there was land because you know like and that's like that that is the most like yes because like otters are like. It's like if, if if ADHD had an animal, it would be a river otter. ADHD spirit animal is a river otter? Yes. Is that what we're getting out of this? That, that, yes. And so it's <laughs> like, hey, if it goes and finds a rock to go play with, then then it's not coming back. And that's exactly what happened. You send the river otter out and it didn't come back. It's like, well, either it drowned or it's playing with a rock someplace and there's rivers again. So I, I you know, there's reason to hope. So it's 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 interesting that even in that story that there's this similar like send people out to see if the, you know, like if there's land again. Uh, yeah, there's I mean there's a certain element of just sort of common sense in here. We're like, well, you're in a big boat. How are you going to know when you can get out? Like, but anyway, the the thing I found interesting about Atrahasa specifically is first off, obviously it's the exact same story as Noah. Yes. But but it's the exact same story at a very high level, like what I told. But all of the details are completely different. So, like, Atras is actually one of the exceptions to people are not, like, the gods do not send the flood because people are so evil. The gods send the flood because people are loud and keeping them up at night. <laughs> like, so, and, and this is even more fun when you read it next to Genesis because the problem the gods have with people is that they are being fruitful and multiplying and there's so many of them, and they're talking to each other and making such a ruckus, the gods can't sleep. And so some <laughs> okay. of the gods complain to the other gods and are like, these jokers will not be quiet. I have an idea. Let's kill them all. Which you might think might be a bit of an overreaction, but not for the ancient Near Eastern gods. Hey, I've had a migraine <laughs> and four kids in my house. I... I'm not saying I went to the whole, let, let me flood the house and get rid of all of the living beings. But I have been in the mindset of, man, what I would do for a moment of quiet so that my <laughs> headache would go away. <laughs> I get it. Okay. I get it. <laughs> Fair, I guess. Um. <laughs> I'm completely derailed on whatever it was I was about to say. I'm sorry. I'm sure it wasn't important. Um. <laughs> But yeah, they they were they there were too many people, and they had been fruitful and multiplied, just like just like they had been commanded to do, and they were sent out yeah. to go do this thing, and then so they made all this noise, and so they said, you know what, we need to deal with the fact that they are disturbing us too hard, right? And and so then uh, they sent the flood, and things got real quiet again. But they also like didn't they also like depend on yes. like the uh, the the work that the that the people were doing. Yes, so if you remember the Genesis 1 episode or whatever, yeah. uh, we were talking about the same cultures, their creation myth had man was created to be the gods' slaves, to do the work of you know growing food and giving it to the gods and making sacrifices and that sort of thing. So the gods themselves didn't have to do anything. So you do have the beginning where in the Noah story, God floods the earth because there's a level of wickedness that's just destroying stuff and yes. so in some sense he's just sort of in some sense he's sort of saying okay your will be done to the humans because the humans are already well and the angels are already destroying everything 
And he's just like, okay, fine, you can do your thing, every destroying everything. Whereas in you know Atrahasis, it's just either they want a quieter time at night. Anyway, <laughs> end of the story. Um, yeah. So what you were saying is exactly right. Where the end of the story, they get off. Both Noah and Atrahasis get off the ark, make a sacrifice. In the Noah story, God smells it. Which, by the way, every time it smells a pleasing aroma, the the most recent scholarship is like, you know what this is trying to say? Just go to a barbecue. You walk up to the barbecue. Yes. And you're like, oh, that smells good. He's like, yeah, yeah. That's why it's a pleasing aroma. Yes. This isn't rocket science. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so can, God smells that. God like, can smell their sincerity. No, it's good food. It's really good food. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, and sincerity. Good food, sincerity. Anyway. Um... So God is like, you know what? I'm not going to do this again. And it's saying something about God, right? Like, I don't like destroying things. I don't like punishing, even when it's necessary. I'm not going to destroy the whole earth again, even though the problem has not been solved, is the next verse, right? Yes. And so, um, so that, like, it's saying something about who God is. Whereas, in Atrahasis, next door, next door neighbor of the Noah story, um, the gods, so... Atrahasis makes the sacrifice, and this is the first food the gods have had since the flood started because they killed all the humans that were sacrificing to them. So that, that verse in the story says the gods gathered above the sacrifice like flies. There's like, they're so dependent on humans that they're like, oh, we haven't eaten in so long. And you just like see this, especially if you've been like out in the middle of nowhere and with like meat cooking, flies are all over those. Flies just mob that thing. And that's the picture where the gods, the gods are completely dependent on humans, and then they decide not to wipe out the humans with the flood anymore, not because they care about wiping out humans, but because they want to continue eating. Yes. And so they say, okay, so we got two problems here. We want to continue eating, and the people are still loud. They're going to go back to having babies. So, oh, I've got it. So the conclusion of the Atrahasis story is the gods bring plagues upon mankind. They bring stillbirth and... Uh, famine and all that's like all that sort of thing so that people will keep dying and not get to be so many that they bother the gods but there'll be enough of them to keep feeding the gods like and that is the picture of who the gods are and how you relate to them yeah in the you know the jews next door neighbor culture right it's the gods are in charge they use us and then dispose of us when they're done with us you know because that's what people in power do and that's what people in power have the right to do and then you read Noah, already knowing what your next door neighbor is saying is reality. Yes. And you're like, uh, where's this God coming from? Like, right. this is not at all the gods that everybody else believes in. Yeah, and, and that God was not dependent on their work. The, the, it actually is the opposite, saying like, like if, I don't, if I don't pull back on this thing a little bit, then the people who depend on me won't survive their own folly. Right. And so and so I'm not going to destroy things by flood again, not to deprive myself of something, but to give them a, a fighting chance to actually, you know, yeah. to, to survive. To give them something they don't actually deserve to have. Yes. Or at least a chance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing is that I just remembered this. Like, what is the reward for the Noah figure? Like the reward for the Noah figure in the Bible is that he's given again the exact same job that Adam and Eve are given right this is like we talked about 
everything is uncreated and then recreated. Yes. And people are still like even after how like after chapters of the fall, we still have the same job. It's not they oh, well, humans are useless now. They're going to have to just sit around and wait. It's like, no, 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 you still have the job. You're still called to do the same thing. Here's this new creation, this new chance, exactly like you were saying, right? Like, let me give you an opportunity to do what you were always made to do, even though you're screwing it up. Yeah. It's like, whereas in, well, I think the most obvious parallel, I'm going to skip Atrasis for a moment and do Utnapishtim, which is the same myth, but in Gilgamesh. Like, his reward is he's taken away from humans and allowed to live forever in the abode of the gods. So he doesn't have to deal with people anymore. Yes. Whereas Noah's mission is reaffirmed to be, be fruitful and multiply, like create human society in the way God intended it to be. Right. And so, so what we get now, like coming here to the end of this Noah myth, is we have three stories now, three, three parts to the flood. And they, they, each one of them have expressed the same thing about God. They've expressed the same thing about mankind as a whole. Uh, the, the, each, each one of the stories of the fall being that, that mankind is given the opportunity to do the right thing and in failing to do so, loses his job to, to do so. In the flood, like all the people, like, you know, like you, you can't say loses, it, it impacts his ability to do his job. Well, I mean, it like hurts his ability to do his job. You can't farm if you drown though. Well, yeah, no, I, I'm saying, so what are the three stories to remind people? It's, uh, uh um, it's, uh, well, it's actually, it's, well, it's kind of four now. I, it's, uh, it's Adam and Eve losing their, 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 uh, their, their place in the garden. It's Cain, uh, losing his place, uh, uh working the, the ground at all. Yeah. Um, it's the, uh, the, this. uh, the, the, the tower, the, uh, the, the, the tower at Babel. Um, the, the people losing their uh, their ownership of that city, uh, needing to move back out again, and it's the the people before the flood, being uh, you know taken away from that that whole thing. It's um, yeah. it's uh, the the impact of sin yeah. on on each one of these people. The the person of God is revealed in the same one of them too, which is I will not allow you to persist uh, perpetually as broken. As, as we have with with Adam and Eve, as we have with with Cain's, we have with the uh, the people of Babel, and now as we have uh, with the uh, with the people before the flood, which is like, like you are broken and evil, and I will not allow you to persist that way forever. Yes, and to yeah. to, to to move on uh, in, in that azimuth, and so it's uh, th- this odd picture of love, which is I love you too much to allow you to uh, to continue uh, broken and such. So yeah, and it's a. It's a picture of love also from the other direction where he loves everybody else too much to allow you to continue like that. Yes. Where he's not going to allow you to continue to victimize everybody else forever. Right. Yes. Uh, so um, I think I, I, it's, it's great getting to contrast then the, the picture of the flood with the surrounding uh, peoples, which was like the, their gods were shown to be... Uh, uh, so utterly powerless as to be dependent upon the thing which they created, which is, is a, that that is a totally much more human thing. It's like you can like the very humanized gods. These ones, yeah. they would make much better Marvel uh, characters. You know, like like the, the God Yahweh is much more a DC character because you know he is like so super powerful as to be like you know, like we don't understand him, but like all of these like these broken other gods, they're they're the Marvel ones because like I I can relate to Hawkeye man, <laughs> Haw- Hawkeye doesn't have any superpowers except for being like the okayest dad on the planet. You know, like, uh, you know, Fal- Falcon, who turns into, you know, like Captain America. Again, no superpowers. Did you see the SNL thing where he was 
accompanying himself on the piano, singing a song, which was Hawkeye is pretty super too. Oh no! <laughs> you can YouTube it. It's very I, funny. I I love it though. Yeah, I I love it. But but yeah, and so it's one of those things where like, but we we seek out the person of God though because he is so other from us that we have we like we have no context to understand his perfection. We have no context to understand that he doesn't need us. But. Uh, but he desires us so intensely that the only way we can relate to his intense desire is it within our own experience of uh, uh, earthly, like you know, absolute need. And so it's so it's easy to get those wires you know, like super crossed. Yeah, and at the same time, we have going back to Genesis one, right? We have that we are created in his image. So there is there's this weird tension that we don't like, where he's completely other, but he's also not. Yes, and it's like, but how do you hold both of those? It's 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 uncomfortably. Yeah. Oh yeah. My my uh, my youngest child asked me the other day why adults get to be in charge. <laughs> and in an effort to want to be very honest with my children, I still I I came to the same conclusion, which is because I've lived longer. And I because I, I, I couldn't go into the nuance of well, see, I've learned these lessons like this. And, you know, you don't have like really like super object permanence yet. But it was like he and he resented a choice that I made, which is why he asked the question. But he like he also knew that I wouldn't he wouldn't be punished for asking a question which was honestly on his mind, which is like, why do you get to be the boss of me? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like he recognized that we were the same, like we're the same substance. Mm-hmm. Like he, like we both eat food, we both breathe air. You know, we 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 both love my wife, uh, and like depend on her to make sure that we smell right before we leave the house. But he's like, like, well, why do you get to be in charge? I'm like, man, that's a great question. Please don't stop asking great questions, even if I roll my eyes and grit my teeth. Well, and for the Jews, figuring out like in reading Genesis, like we're going through. It's basically the same question because remember all the Why gods God around them. Yeah, because <laughs> all the gods around them are like you're saying, right? They're basically just people writ large. Yes. And so the question really is like, what kind of God is this? Why do we think he should be in charge? Yes. And so we're reading in this story, we're getting like getting this really weird God, and we're starting to think maybe he should be in charge. Like, yeah. This is a strange God. So that's a great segue for where we're going to go next in our in our studies because we are we're going to skip over a lot of names. Because they, like, as we have said before, they mattered. And they were people, they lived whole people lives. And some of them lived a lot of years in their whole people lives. Uh, and some of them lived just a couple years in their people lives. But we're, we're going to come to a very specific guy whose name was Abram turned into Abraham. Uh, but he experienced a God that was so very, 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 very different from everybody else. Because, you know, back in those days, if you didn't like your God, you moved. It was like your school districts. Yeah, if you if you didn't like this God over here, you you changed your zip code so you got to go to the the, the God that was like nicer with the rain over here, and th- then a God comes to this guy who says, "Hey, move, and I'm going with you." And the, he goes, "Huh? That doesn't make sense." But for the for the like the like the keeping it weird at home crowd. We're going to keep it weird, man, because like as soon as like God makes a relationship with Abram, they do things that just like, what is you, going on here? If you studied the story in Sunday school, come back and listen to it w- with us as we look at it in real life, because there's stuff that happens that we want you to look at and say, why is this a thing? Because we're going to ask the question too. We might answer it. We might also go with you and go, <laughs> because there it is. 
And sometimes, due to the length of this episode, we're going to say there is an answer, but we don't have time to get into it right now. There you go. Uh, but, but in any case, as always, we're, we're glad you guys are joining us here. Uh, as of right now, this thing is actually live. It's downloadable. And in New York. It, oh, sorry. No. <laughs> uh, so in any case, if you have contact with us, please send us questions that you might have about anything that we're talking about. We'll address it at the end of episodes. All the questions. If it's on, if it's on your social media, like you know, hit us with comments on there. Not so we can get social media clout. Tweet questions at us. No, please don't tweet us, man. I don't. I, I, I don't have a Twitter, so you're gonna have to tweet Damien. I have a Twitter, but I really don't like using it because it's like I. I I have to like I have to like wade into this weird world that I don't understand how it works, and so like if I have to go into Twitter, I will Instagram us questions. By the time you have questions, there might not might not even be Twitter. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I, hey, you know it's you know you know how it be. This, this is the time that we're in. But in any case, it's been a real joy to be able to be uh, be here uh, uh, talking. Uh, uh, hope, hoping that you guys are listening here today, and please ask questions. And remember, we're not picky. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There, there you go. Uh, but don't pretend about not knowing things, man, because pretending makes you an imposter. And we're here to be the unimposter podcast. Oh as, yeah, as our capes flow in the breeze dramatic outro music we'll soon have a, a image catch for phrase. our podcast which will have our capes flowing in the breeze catchphrase and a catchphrase <laughs> although now that i think about it catchphrase is a pretty cool catchphrase it catchphrase <laughs> and we're out <laughs>